Hello and welcome to the 348th episode of the Brawl Time Podcast. I'm your host, Jackson, and today I'd be going over the best hit for each of the legendary brawlers. Uh, so yeah, this is part of a series I've been doing. Uh, pretty much I go over our rarity and just go over the best hit for each of the brawlers in that rarity. Uh, this time I'm going in reverse order, so I'm going from the chromatic down to... Uh, the Trophy Road Brawlers. You guys seem to enjoy the chromatic version, so today I'm going to be doing the legendary version. Uh, also, unfortunately, couldn't do the collab today. Uh, I mean, really, it's just a matter of like our schedules, just not lining up. I had a lot of homework to do, and then at some point, they had some stuff going on as well, so things just didn't really work out today. Uh, but yeah, definitely that collab will be coming soon. Uh, hopefully, it can come out in the next few days. I mean, it really just depends when our schedules actually line up. I think I'm also busy tomorrow, but I got pretty much all of Wednesday available, so probably around then we'll be doing it. Uh, but definitely stay tuned for it within the next few days. We'll be coming soon. Also, full brawler ranking episode coming in the next few days as well. So, yeah, a lot of got a lot for you guys to look forward to. Uh, but anyway, let's hop right into the episode. All right, so starting off the list is gonna be Spike. So, uh, Spike. I mean, he's definitely a pretty interesting brawler. Uh, just the fact that you play him completely differently depending on which star power you use. Uh, I mean, I'd say probably out of any brawler in the game. Yeah, depending on what star power you use, he just completely changes by far the most. Uh, so, I mean, like, the best hit for Spike really comes down to which star power you're more comfortable with. Uh, personally, though, I think Curveball is stronger. I mean, no one really likes it, but it's a better star power. just way harder to dodge. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, I would probably just say... Uh, best hit for Spike is uh, really just try and like um, poke away their health with the curveball. I know it may be tempting to try and rush them with Spike and maybe uh, spam like three cook auto aims and kill them or get a gadget or something just because of Spike's crazy high DPS. But uh, really, it's not the smart way to play Spike. Uh, most of the times, where it's all on you dying, I mean, best case situation, you're going to end up trading off. But most of the time, you're just going to die. You have like no health to rush like that. Uh, I mean, yeah, even yeah, even if you, like, trade off, it's still usually not going to be worth it. Uh, you want to just poke away at them with a the curveball. I mean, there's no way they can dodge it. So if you're able to dodge your shots against them, you're going to win that 1v1. And, yeah, once you get control of lane, very hard to deal with Spike. Uh, I mean, obviously, kind of the main thing about Spike, thing everyone knows him for, is his ability to melt the high safe down, like, crazy quickly. I think his gadget and, like, three attacks is over 50% or something of the high safe. Uh, that, that's absolutely absurd. Really should not be a thing. Uh, but also another very, very important thing with Spike is uh, really just don't like, uh, don't like uh, kind of just risks too much getting that play uh, to happen. I know it can be tempting. Try and just rush the high safe, uh, go in for that crazy game changing play where you get the gadget on the safe, stuff like that. Uh, usually, unless you have like a very clear lane for it, no one's really on defense. I usually don't really recommend it. It's just a very risky play because sometimes you just get completely blown out, just get killed before you can even get on top of the safe. And yeah, then things really not going to work out for you too well. Uh, just play smart. I mean, the thing about Spike, you literally cannot dodge his shots. You got to just take advantage of that as much as you can with the curveball star power. Uh, and yeah, it's kind of eventually out uh, damage them. Eventually you're going to take over that lane and win the game. Uh, and yeah, it's don't overcome with Spike can be very tempting, but I feel like best strategy with Spike, uh, just kind of like play slow and steady and yeah, eventually start to take over the game, uh, but don't go for like a crazy big risky play.
Uh, so yeah, next brawler uh, for legendary is going to be Crow. Uh, so yeah, Crow, uh, I feel like he's definitely changed up quite a bit before. I mean, back in the day, really just tips with Crow was playing him in Showdown and just kind of annoy everyone. Now he's definitely a lot better, a lot better on like the 3v3 modes. So I feel like a very like important thing with Crow is try and keep the enemies poisoned as long as they can. Uh, because that's the thing that makes him so strong. I mean, his gadget that slows him down for five seconds. Also very powerful for getting kills. But I feel like the thing that really makes Crow so good right now is definitely that star power that makes it so if an enemy's poisoned, they do 25% less damage. I mean, that throughout the course of the game is absolutely insane. Uh, just so powerful, especially if you can poison multiple enemies. And yeah, really, just kind of your goal with Crow should be just keep them poisoned. Uh, yeah, I mean, I personally don't recommend doing anything too crazy. Uh, I'm more of like a passive crow from what I've seen. I generally don't like to go in for the supers too often. Uh, I kind of like to like save it until like the perfect moment. Uh, I wouldn't really say it's like the smartest thing to do, but I feel like with crow, I uh, really just don't want to die. I mean, he's really good at surviving. I mean, that's why he's been good at showdown ever since he was released. Uh, just very good at dodging. Uh, yeah, kind of just chip away at them, force them back. And yeah, it's very hard to kill Crow. He's just so good on those 1v1 interactions. So really, your goal, uh, it shouldn't really be like to take over the game with any crazy plays. I mean, it's kind of like Spike. It can be tempting to go in for like that crazy uh, super double kill shield gadget play or something like that. Usually, though, going to cost you the game and not end up well. Uh, really, best thing you do with Crow, just kind of play him like a support brawler. Just slowly throughout the game, uh, help your team win. Just by making the enemies do less damage. And yeah, you might not notice like a crazy big impact just at one moment, but throughout the course of the game, he can provide so much value and it's really going to help you out a lot. Uh, so yeah, next brawler going to be Leon. So uh, Leon, I feel like is also sort of like Crow and just the fact that you don't want to like go too crazy because definitely can come back to bite you. Uh, but I feel like Leon, you kind of have to go in with the super uh, just because Leon, without his super, he does literally nothing at long range, which is really bad for him. Uh, he just can't win any 1v1 interactions at that max range. Shot's way too easy to dodge, even if he hits them. It's like 300 damage. It's just nothing. Uh, so with Leon, you really want to get up close. Uh, and I've seen so many Leons fall into the trap of, uh, I mean, like, hey, Leon has like long range. I can kind of just poke away at them throughout the course of the game. That really just does not work. You do no damage. It's not significant at all. Not going to really affect the enemies. You got to get up, get close to them, and go in for those kills. Uh, I feel like you really need an invisible kill when you're playing Leon. It's just so important for him because it allows him to actually go kind of aggro. You can rush them with your super, uh, pick up the kill, get your super again, and then super out, heal up to max HP, and kind of rinse and repeat. Uh, because without uh, his invisible heal star power, you're kind of just stuck with low health throughout the course of the game. Really not going to end well. So yeah, just try and go a little bit aggro. Get Try and get on top of them. But don't do anything crazy. I mean, if there's multiple enemies together, just don't do that. It's never going to work out. Try and get into areas where you can like isolate the brawler they're going up against and get a quick kill and start chaining with supers. Uh, and yeah, I mean, I guess I'll just try and play him in Showdown. That's by far his best game mode. Uh, he's actually pretty underrated in Showdown, I feel like. There's definitely a few maps he's really good on. Uh, I mean, if you're going to play him 3v3, probably like Brawl Ball or Gem Grab is the play to go. Uh, but yeah, definitely don't get into uh, stuck in the trap or you're trying to like poke away a long distance. It's never going to work out. So yeah, next tip, uh, going to be for Sandy. So 
standing here right now, pretty powerful brawler. I'd say probably the best legendary in the game right now. Uh, and yeah, I mean, my best tip for Sandy uh, is really just prioritize chaining those supers. Uh, I mean, it's definitely the best thing you can do with Sandy. Thing to make Sandy good is that super just staying on the just staying on the battlefield as long as you can. I mean, the longer that Sandy super is on the battlefield, higher chance your team has for winning. So you really want to prioritize just chaining that super over and over again. Um, so yeah, I mean, kind of what that means is uh, try and get into like a situation where you're sort of on like the edge of your sandstorm. Usually they're not going to want to go in it. It's just way too risky to fight invisible teammates up close. Uh, so yeah, you're going to kind of want to get up uh, sort of near the front of your super and just kind of work at chipping away at them. Uh, just getting as many super hits as you can. I think you only need five now to get Sandy super, which is really good. Very easy to do. Uh, and yeah, quite often you're actually just able to get all of that um, even before your first super expires. And if you're able to just chain it over and over again, there's really no way you can lose that game. I mean, it's even better if they bunch up because you can hit them both at the same time. And yeah, that's just so powerful. I mean, yeah, really just prioritize keeping that super on the battlefield as long as you can because it's the thing that makes Sandy good. Uh, I mean, also, Sandy is kind of like a unique brawler in that he counters like a few brawlers that pretty much no one else does. Uh, most notably, like Stu and Amber. Sandy, like, really only like hard counter those brawlers. So, yeah, also just know your matchups with Sandy. Might not seem like a great 1v1 brawler, but actually dominates in a surprising amount of 1v1 interactions. Uh, but really, if I can only give one tip, just prioritize that super at all costs. It's just so powerful and really the thing that makes Sandy good. Uh, so yeah, final brawler, gonna be Amber. So Amber, I mean, definitely no nowhere near as strong as she was before. I feel like she's actually still pretty solid. Uh, just kind of like from playing her and going up against her today, she's actually still pretty decent. So uh, definitely keep an eye out for her. I feel like she might end up being a lot better than people think. Um, yeah, I guess kind of just like as for my best tip for Amber, I mean, uh, really, it's just that you got to get the enemies into your range. Amber, by far, best auto-aim in the game. Once you get into their range, there's literally nothing. Like, I don't think there's, like, a single brawler that can really beat Amber once she gets them into her range. Uh, she's just way too powerful. Shreds them so quickly. Uh, kind of feels like she has infinite ammo in some cases. Uh, so, yeah, really just try and get the enemy just a little bit too close. Kind of make them overcommit. And once they're in the range, it's they're done. Uh, there's nothing they can do. Uh, like, a really good Amber can kind of use, like, their super to kind of block off, like, key choke points where they would go and kind of force them into you. And, yeah, like I was saying, that point, just game over. Uh, really, yeah, playing Amber, just try and force them into you. I mean, they really are not going to have great options either way. Uh, if you throw out your super, either they can go into your super and get some fire for, like, five seconds to take a ton of damage. Uh, or they're going to go towards you and get completely obliterated. Neither are good options. So yeah, really just kind of get them to those like lose-lose situations. You're going to be doing great with Amber. Uh, pretty easy brawler to play. I mean, yeah, really you just are always going on auto-aim. Best auto-aim in the game, 100%. Uh, so yeah, definitely Amber. Uh, just best tip is really just get, into, get them into those lose-lose situations where either they're going to hit with your super or your attack, and you're going to be doing fine. Um, so yeah, it's going to be my best tip for each of the legendary brawlers. Uh, yeah, definitely let me know if you want me to continue the series with, like, Mythics, Epics, Super Rares, Rare, and Trophy Road Brawlers. Um, but yeah, thank you for listening to this episode of the podcast.
Hopefully you enjoyed this episode of the Brawl Time Podcast. So far on the show, I'd like to remind you to leave a five-star review if you enjoy the podcast. Uh, like I mentioned yesterday, I'm going to be reading all the reviews soon. Finally figure out how to see them. Uh, so yeah, just stay tuned for that. Probably going to be coming in a few days. Uh, I'm probably going to do it after the full Brawler ranking episode. Maybe same day as that. Not really sure yet. Uh, but yeah, that will be coming soon. Got a lot of them to get through. Um, so yeah, stay tuned for that. I'm going to be reading all of them. Uh, but anyway, thank you for listening to this episode of the podcast. And I'll see you tomorrow.